So these four immeasurables, loving kindness, compassion, gladness or appreciative joy, the ability to uh, be uplifted, rejoice in uh, goodness and equanimity to others as to myself, to be able to experience the quality of loving kindness to others as to myself, appreciative joy, compassion, equanimity to others as to myself. Mm. These are chetasa, in the Pali, means it's an intention, it's a definite volition an inclination stems from the empathic sense. The empathic sense is not a volition, it's just a, an awareness sense. Uh, you know, we, we tune in to particular recognition of the uh, nature of the field that we are, arise within. This body, this mind, the bodies and minds of others Wow, you know, without moving forward on it, without changing it, without debating over it, you pick it up, you get the felt sense of this, and you realize it has no, doesn't end at my skin, you know, it's everywhere. We're in this, this empathic sense, we're aware of the potential for happiness and grief, for loss and tragedy and for blessing and good fortune, for tremendous acts of largesse and nobility, depravity and cruelty. And we pick up this this potency of the human condition without chopping it into people. And then the Chetasa the chetana is when you potentize that, that awareness, that, that way of seeing things. Instead of seeing things in terms of time and place, myself and other people, we see things in terms of karma, karmic potencies and for humans, for animals, <clears throat> the field which we arise within. And then you potentize, you see, being up the sense of responding, wishing to bring forth the uh, nourishing. It's well, the loving kindness is the kind of nourishing quality. And compassion, the protective. Appreciation is the 
sense in which we uplift and affirm the good. Don't neglect it, don't forget it. Don't become cynical, indifferent or depressed. Mm. Rejoice in the good. Equanimity, trust, mm. widen to a sense of trusting what arises, what emerges, the ups and downs. A very wide span. Many things when we to others as to ourselves, many things we experience in our body minds, we just what on earth is this? What's going on? Why is it like this? How come I'm sick? How come I you know still it doesn't no it's not gonna get anywhere like that. <laughs> At this moment you say, Well no, it's like this now. And uh Equanimity is a kind of quality of acceptance and certain humility that we never really understand or fathom why we suffer, you know, why we're born like this. But we connect to it empathically, to others as to ourselves. So the, this prov- helps to check the mind agitating you know, going up and down and agitating over it's going up and down so it goes up and down even more. These four volitions, four intentions, generate what's most accurately called a sphere, an ayatana, ayatana, a sphere. So it's not really bit for him and a bit for her and a bit for me, chop it up, you know, how many, what percentage, who gets what. And it's like you just establish this sphere. So like like a, a sphere means a kind of total sense of that. And then whatever arises, you bring it into that sphere, like you expand that sphere of well-being to, to meet it, or you introduce it or you invite, you come into this. So, you know, it's a, as a practice, as a regular practice, then we first of all establish the empathic sense. which could is really means what to others as to myself means, <laughs> you know, the empathic sense. And it doesn't have to be any names on who those others are, just that, that sense. And then bringing the quality of nourishing into that, the inclination to to warm and to spread and to enrich that mutuality rather than worry over it or feel hostility. It's a great way for harnessing or transmuting sense desire. These are really good ways of transmuting 
the kind of flush and flood that we experience with sense desire, with sensuality, we get this kind of warming effect. Um, obviously sexual, um, but any kind of sensual thing gives us this kind of warming flood. And uh, they're, warm, they're very difficult to, you can't, you know, how do you go with it, get, how do you get by without that? It feels pretty cold. So you use the Brahma Vihara, these to, to give you that warming effect. And they are, and these have a double effect, they also eliminate the hindrances. So you can warm yourself up and uh, with these and do yourself a lot of good and create good karma at the same time. This is a great deal. And it feels good. <laughs> it's one of the happiest things we can experience, as we all know. You know, and how yeah, you know, we lo- we really love to do that, to feel that. But we so get hindered by awkwardness or confusion or inadequacy. And in your own sphere, you can do that. You can actually determine not just the modest little trickle of loving kindness, but television to really belt it out. <laughs> Full tilt. <laughs> Give it all you got. <laughs> and you feel you kind of to feel that the experience of it in in the heart. It's a lovely bit of heart yoga. Stretching the heart. Uh, And then when you meet, and you invite, you can invite, so as we, some of us will be leaving in a few days, so probably the sense of the other, what's outside starts to nibble at the edges, what we're going back to, and then, okay, well, let's just invite a little bit of that to the edge, you know, one's family, one's job, and, oh no, <laughs> you bring them in as well, don't let it, you know, so that, all you're doing is sustaining that quality in the presence of things you might find difficult. So you don't allow that quality to be lost by the perception of a person or a situation. You sustain it. Hmm. Or a perception of yourself. You don't allow that perception to to rob you of this sphere of goodwill. You know, if something really, you know, difficult or nasty or unpleasant, then it turns towards compassion. So you don't don't let it rob you of your compassion. The harshness or the cruelty of others, don't let it you know, well this is what I can do. This is the, uh, these are the great resolutions of the great heart. And so we're encouraged to, to uh, touch into that and really feel into that and begin to extend and strengthen that in the presence of our bodies, perceptions of other people, people on the retreat, people in fellow yogis, 
people you don't have any ill will towards, but you just don't really have anything towards. You're just another person moving by. A sense of um, may that quality of warm heart and empathy, and the wish that they be well and that their sorrow and suffering diminish, may that stay there when I bring up the perception of them. These are the ways we cultivate. So you don't never allow perceptions, which really are, are the bottom line are your own creations. You know, I mean, not yours, but your, the mind creates these perceptions. You know, it's not blaming anybody, it's just that's what it does. So you don't don't let it. If it does create those things, you don't want to let it steal and and sour the real treasure of the heart. This is what we practice with. If we you know, so you just being someone to the edge of that, if you can't accept completely the full three hundred and sixty degrees, you know, three dimensional horror of the person you dislike <laughs> at least sort of keep them at a distance and say well even just the vague idea of this person I'm not going to shake and shim you know I'm not going to get into rage and defense and you know and uh, uh, worry about I'm just going to sustain my my good my sense of I'm going to abide in goodwill and you're not going you know, to take that away you know and then you kind of see how that affects these perceptions. Mm. Training the mind not to keep bothering you with these unpleasant perceptions. Where are you going to find good people to live with? Where are all the good, where are the good, nice people? Where are you going to find them? Yeah. You stop creating the bad people <laughs> in your mind. You find there's a lot of good people instead. I mean, this is not so easy, but that's that's the angle we're working on. You know that perception of the person arises in my mind and with all the agitation or I feel guilty because I don't like this person or just trying to like them and trying to, I don't like them. Okay, we just get to that point and then you, you can be the way you are. It's up to you. You be the way you are, but I'm not going to lose my bit in that. That's, that's, the, that's the possibility. Allowing people to be the way they are. Mm, it's tremendous the uh, strengthening and effect on your own mind, and it certainly begins to diffuse and discharge the um, mind states that you experience around you. So let's just um, focus on that element in our practice, my suggestion.